Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. Episode 364. The best episode short of 365. We're almost there. We are there. So close, Nelson. Can you taste it? Um, yeah. I mean, I I feel like you were reticent about that. You really had to think about that. I was trying to decide what that flavor was exactly. I wanted. I didn't want to lie. I want. I I like to be honest about my flavors. Yeah, you and Guy Fieri have a lot in common. You're both like like uh, real invested in Flavor Town. Yeah, I try to I try to abide by Flavor Town law, and Flavor Town's got laws about not being true to your flavors. What do you think, like martial law in Flavor Town looks like? Like if they really have to like bring in the Flavor Town guard and like put the hammer down on some serious problems in Flavor Town. I think it's just a matter of you just start you just start whipping out like some apps and stuff to get people to be like, hey, calm down, have some wings, have some of these potato boat things. Oh man, look look at think- these things. Look at these, look at these fries. These fry these cheesy fries. Check it out. That's gonna make people be like, I am hungry. Man, now so now I've got like this dream of like, you know, all the all the fucking restaurants that have put out the little patios downtown. Like what if one day you like walk down there like 28 days later scenario, there's like nobody downtown, but there's just a big bowl of wings on every table that you walk by as you walk through downtown. And it's like this parade of wings that that would be like the best life could have to offer me. I think. Yeah, man. nobody, nobody and a bunch of wings, maybe some beers along the way too, to mm-hmm. help wash down the wings. Yeah, it may be like also just some, uh, you know, they've got the fancy water fountains that'll like fill up your uh, your water bottle like that kind of thing, you know, pedal operated. Yeah. So, you can, so you can wash the wing sauce off your hands as you go. Oh, nice. You, you, nice. Like, you just or- click on the pedal with your foot because you can't you don't want to touch the button with your wing hands. And then you can like, like wash the, your hands off those big chunky plastic blue uh, sinks that have the foot pedals at the Renaissance Festival. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, did you wash your hands, me lord, in one of our medieval plastic blue sinks with the foot pedal, me lord? It totally ruins the verisimilitude. Yeah, but the health department, ye old health department. Yep. Anyway, that's my wing dream about it's downtown. A good dream of of plentiful wings, wings on every corner, and and uh, and a hand wash station. A lot of people have a lot of opinions about how downtown should be populated, and I think that it should be populated with no one and and bowls of wings. Well, but you can't be no one, or else you can't get to the wings. Well, no one but me sounded a little bit solipsistic, so I avoided it. But when it comes right down to it, the reality is a I'm nightmare saying, where downtown is full of wings, but nobody can go down there. So oh, that's some man. rhyme of the ancient mariner shit where there's just wings everywhere, just, but, there's, but no there's, one is allowed. One lone flightless buffalo wandering around <laughs> wounded, going, Where where hath my gone my wings, me lord? 
just a, a bunch of people gathered at like on the numbered streets, just like peering around the corners at the wings and, and slowly licking their lips and looking forlorn. Do you think your wing like, dream became a wing nightmare extremely fast? Just like your Oprah dream like, became an Oprah nightmare last week. You're having a lot of dreams of, that easily become nightmares. And I feel like that's something that you should probably look into. Well, here's another one. Right? Is, it because, like, is it because some of these dreams have an inherent level of greed to them because you want the things and then and then you just then it, then it it's like a monkey paw wish. I think I pursue my own pleasure at the expense of others. Sure. I mean, doesn't don't we all really? Yeah. I mean, it's isn't, just isn't it, that... it's shocking how fast you get one up is, is the thing of it. Yeah. You don't even have time to like it's not even like the episode like by the by the end, all of a sudden it's turned on you. It happens in a matter of minutes. Think about this nightmare, right? Like the Renfest nightmare, like just fields of legless turkeys. Just fields of them, like angry legless turkeys. And maybe one of them's got a little machine that a kindly carpenter made for it who was passing through and thought, oh, I can help this legless turkey and built sort of a makeshift cart with wheels so the turkey could sort of push itself along on its wings moving forward, but it has no legs and it's madder than all the rest of the turkeys because Did it lose them in the Great War. No, it lost them in the Renaissance Festival turkey leg stand. Hmm. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I, I that's kind of what I figured, but I thought that, you know, other legless turkeys might go there for solidarity. Don't try to owe Henry my story and have like the one turkey that gets helped be the one that actually lost its leg for a different reason than the God damn it. Nelson, you ruined it. I'm sorry for injecting a, a ray of sunshine in, into the dark despair that your dream had become. I, I didn't realize that it was your your ultimate goal to, to be able to wallow in the darkness of another crushed dream more than the, the goal was to to live out a dream. Hey, speaking of wallowing in the darkness of my own crushed dream, um, if you yeah. haven't joined the Patreon yet, uh, now's a really good time because instead of singing this month, I, I read I read a poem by yeah. by a. a, a a man some people might know by the name of William Butler Yates. Is it Yeats or Yates? Yeats. Yeats. Yeah. Second coming. It's a delightful little poem. It's a happy poem. Yeah. No. No. But I think it's a very relevant poem for a lot of reasons. The main one is because I read it with some background music for the Patreon this month, which is why you should join the Patreon. And so you can download that and you can listen to it for Halloween and you can go, Oh my, I never knew Will a world was so spooky. Yeah. He's not only a talented singer, he's spooky too. He, you're, you're, you're one of those, um, you're one of those, what's it called? That does all the things. One of those double threats. threat. I'm a double threat. You got a third thing, don't you? I, I eat a lot of wings. Quick improv game. What's your third thing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have a distinctive odor. Okay. 
So, okay. uh, so singing, poetry reading, smelling different. And you're on an airplane. Go. Oh, man. I'm on this airplane and it smells funny because I'm on it. I don't know why I'm on an airplane. And seeing airplanes. You know what? I, I, I can't. Yes, it's pretty, it, was pre- it was pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, but I could I see, I could see like, already how it was going to go badly. And so I thought, oh, the plane is this. crashing. The plane is crashing into a field of fully functional turkeys that all have legs. Oh, no. Oh, no. Crash. Cut to legless turkeys everywhere. Heaving and and crying. Their dreams crashed by the Renaissance Festival and my Airbus. I mean, is that the ending you wanted? Um, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. Don't don't start now. I won't. Again, I don't I don't lie about flavor and I don't lie about your improvs. This is a dark episode. Can we just call this a special Halloween episode so it doesn't seem so dark? It is a Halloween episode, technically. All right, good, good. Because I mean, I've been with my kid all day, and and you know that that's probably why I may come off as a little bit on edge, uh, because you know he's he's delightful, but he uh, he's also, listeners. He's uh, clearly on edge. Horrific, the sunken eyes, monster. the wild hair, yeah, the twitching. Yeah, I'm, the constantly the, glancing to his left. Yeah. Hey, remember last year when I had the, the Chex Mix nightmare? This year, it's uh, Chex Mix Nightmare Corner Part 2, Return of Chex Mix Nightmare. Went to... Okay, for out-of-town listeners, this part may not seem relevant, but I want you to think about equivalencies in your own town. We have a number of Dylan's supermarkets. They're by and large the largest supermarkets in town. There's one high V. It's it used to be two. Now that other one's a church. But anyway, it's really been an off and on again about which Dylan's is actually the worst in town. And there are a lot of good arguments that any of the Dylan's could be the worst in town. But we went to the Dylan's on like six and Wakarusa. And I think I have to say that hands down, that is the worst Dylan's in town. Um, it, it always is. It always is. But it was just a reminder. You know, we don't usually go there, so I can kind of put it out of my mind. I can forget. I feel like the sad for a little thing while. about it is it, it could it could be the best, but it's inscrutable. It's got so much stuff there. It's got all the things that you might be looking for most times, but not not every everything. But that's fair. But also, just it's got it's like a weird collection. The aisles go all or so, sorts of directions. It's not your typical yeah. like it's this many aisles that go from front to back the length of the store. They like some of them do that, but some of them like go in square shapes and some of them go diagonally and some of them like move around these other like things. It's just and and everybody's like Ikea level worn, like from the moment they enter that Dylan's like their faces grow pallid, their eyes glaze over and they mm-hmm. become agitated and irritable and. I think that may have something to do with the aisles that go nowhere occasionally and the big like barrels full of cheap whatever happens to be in those big barrels. And also the fact that they only have one little set of self-service checkouts that's continuously full of people who are moving at a glacial pace. Yeah. Uh, 
yet. Like erosion. No, it's happens. not for it's not for a quick it's not for a quick pop in. You really gotta you gotta be wanting to you gotta I be mean, take to advantage commit. of the fact that there's a lot of stuff there and like come with a list because you're gonna be spending some time there, so you might as well get the most out of that. Entire like families have have uh come together, been born, grown up, had quinceañeras and bar mitzvahs and graduations gotten married gotten divorced gotten married again gotten divorced again gotten married the third time saying haha third time's a charm always looking for the future mrs x averill uh and then have died uh and retired and died like in the store waiting to get out of the the checkout line and like their ancestors emerged pallid and blinking into the sunlight trying to find the family car that was a legend from four generations ago that's supposedly parked somewhere over by JNS coffee uh if that's still there it's bleak God yeah. damn <laughs> let's have some let's talk about something fun can we yeah. have some fun I, I just I feel like I've gotten it's true gotten you, you were gonna try to I thought make it fun but then it just went it went downhill again yeah yeah i mean although i do like the idea of a multi-generational supermarket now i think that's gonna Um, be my new pitch i had a short story one time that was a weird like this guy having to go on a journey to like get something for his family but it was meant to be like a long trek you know like a matter of like a week or two but it was basically just through a grocery store but it was like a weird both a, a currently operating grocery store and some kind of post-apocalyptic grocery store that just took time to traverse. And there was some kind of large jungle cat that was also stalking from the pharmacy section that had taken up <laughs> residence there. So then it becomes like a harrowing battle of, of man versus beast with this guy and, and the, uh, the guide I think he meets in the frozen section that helps him <laughs> get out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was weird it was weird i feel like it needed a couple more passes to really congeal into what it was what it was trying to do oh man i feel but like if you find that and, and so desire the passes you should put it on patreon because i, I want to read it now that sounds yeah. delightful yeah 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 I'm to, not sure exactly where it is but i'm sure it's on it's on a hard drive of some kind hey i was thinking of nan speaking of stories i was thinking of nano rhymoing this year again yeah yeah, except I'm going to cheat because you're supposed to write the 50,000 word novel, but I'm not going to do that. I was going to work on like essays and flash fiction. So like, you know, 50,000 word pieces as opposed to one 50,000 word piece. Yeah, I, I think, that, that I think way, that's a, a viable, you know, honestly, I think if it's even just a matter of getting a certain amount on average per day throughout yeah. the month, whatever you're producing. Well, and, and see, because the, the thing is, I, I, I think that, that it's so fast on writing novels that you, you, you break them so much in writing them that the idea of going back to them seems really daunting, you know, mm-hmm. like they're not good product. Right. But I figured I, if I, I feel like if, if I were trying to really crank out a novel in that amount of time, I would want to have spent time plotting it first so that I know what I was trying to accomplish to a certain extent. Even if it not yeah. everything is 100% figured out, so I had room to wiggle around in some places, but something where I'm like, all right, I know a bunch of story beats so that I can be working at different on different parts of it 
different times i'm not going to just like get lost in it or just meander off for a hundred pages or something and then realize that that... none of this works that's a really good idea because that's that's exactly what i've done in my in my runs on it but i figured this way i can just kind of go back and even if i get like 10 quality like first drafts of essays you know or or flash fiction pieces then that'll be a bonus right i mean it's better than doing nothing yeah, I think I think the healthiest way to approach it is just to make it a dedicated for this month. I'm going to get at least a little bit of writing done every day. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm excited about it. I'll, I'll I hope to share the journey with you, but uh, not next week because we've got a special guest next. Yeah, week. it's going to come out on, on the early side, too. So get get ready for that. I'm guessing it'll be out by Friday at the latest, but probably yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, do we are we telling them who it is or are we gonna, are we keeping it secret? I feel like we could tell them who it is for the, for the listeners. Okay. I, I, okay, ladies ladies and gentlemen, we're very excited. We are officially a political podcast now. Yes. because we're having a conversation with It's the treasurer baby. Yeah, Lynn Rogers, a Democratic candidate for treasurer. Mm-hmm. The so sitting treasurer now. He's already got his hands on that cash. If you got questions, if you want to know about the Kansas Treasury and like how you can get you some mm-hmm. like hashtag DD treasure question and then ask your question. Yeah. And we'll ask him if it's if it's not dirty, you filthy beast. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. And that's not even that's not even cool. Like that trampoline was paid for like they were going to pay that back. That wasn't tax dollars. It's dangerous that was too. Most of those outdoor trampolines, that's not that's not a safe way to get down. Yeah, yeah. And you you really I, I just want to say that despite how cool it would seem, like you don't want to get the trampoline right next to the hot tub and then try to jump into the hot tub off the trampoline. Like that's a non starter, guys. Use your heads. Use your heads they're usually the first thing to get lost in an accident when you jump off the trampoline into the hot tub. That's just life advice. Most, most hot tubs are notoriously shallow when you get down to it. And so they're not good for jumping into from an elevated, yeah. uh, you know, kids. This is what I'm telling. This is what I'm telling our listening audience because I, I want them to be safe. Kids step gingerly into the hot tub. Do not step gingerly into this good night. No, d- rage, but into rage. the hot, not into the good night, no, but into the hot tub, yes. In the hot tub, yeah, yeah. And not gingerly as in like red haired. You don't have to be red haired to step into no, the hot tub. With with a certain sense of, of caution. Yeah. Well, caution, yeah. a little a little bit uh take 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 a second. What's the rush? You go it's already I mean, hot. You're gonna be hot in just a second. We're kind of a safety podcast when you really think about it. We're for it. the kids. We are, except with all the swearing. Yeah. And the, I hope, I hope like this the treasure legless... is ready for my for my hard hitting investigative journalist style. I, you know what I, I'm I'm really excited about is I think that we uh, may have a chance for a marketing corner about and you could kind of help the, the communications team yeah. with your really brilliant marketing strategies. I feel like that's what they're looking for and that's what they need, even if they don't know it or want it. Mm hmm. So uh, I, I'm really I'm I'm jazzed about that. That's one of the things that's keeping me going right now. 
Yeah. I don't know if they're ready for my realness. I mean, is anybody? Well, listeners of the podcast, yes, but yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the I, thing: I the think... people are the people out there on the streets are. This is I'm 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 the voice of the streets, but I don't know yeah. if a political campaign is ready to to listen to the voice of the streets. Really, at the end of the day, I mean, but, that... we're, but we're going to force him to because he's coming on the podcast. How hard are you going to like like uh, push that whole? I'm the voice of the streets thing because I'm a l- I mean I'm not concerned not super but I'm hard. a little okay like cuz I mean you know he, he he probably has walked the streets so he would he might know what the voice is it depends is he is he listening or 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 is he pretending to listen I mean that's a question for him that's a question only the man can answer yeah uh-oh. Uh-oh. So questions that like our... that is what we're, we're asking for. That's right. So if you have questions like that, hashtag DD treasure questions, let us know what you want to know, and we will find out. Also, the mayor is going to be hanging out with us, too, because yeah, she's if you got questions for the mayor, too. Other, other election questions type questions. This is going to be coming out. You know, election is is uh, a week from Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you know what? You know what? You will probably want to know something like what? You know, when people ask me, what does a treasurer do? You know what I do? What I say? I don't say anything. I, I run away. But after this, I'll be able to talk to them and say, well, you'd be surprised to know that a treasurer does. And then whatever a treasurer does, I think they treasure every moment that is important so many people just get on the internet and complain about every moment but mm. but a treasure really values them yeah 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 that's beautiful i feel like we've lived we've lived a lifetime in these short brief moments yeah it started off real bad but then a ray of hope for the future in an interview it's all gonna be okay shh shh yeah Oh, and happy Halloween to the people oh, yeah. and the kids. Yeah. All the kids listening yeah. for our safety tips. Uh, happy Halloween. Yeah, You're gonna don't, be fine. Don't, look don't, out for don't cars. Lick any Mickey Mouse tattoos because they're the ones with the LSD. Unless you want a trip. In which case, like get a friend. Go yeah. with a friend. Lick that yeah. shit with a friend. Yeah. Just friendship. Friendship. I mean, I don't know what else we have to say. Uh, no, I mean, I feel like you were on a tender moment and now it's kind of going a little long with the tender moment. Um, yeah. I mean, I love you, man. Yeah, I, I love you, too. I love our listeners, each and every one. Yeah. I mean, probably. I, I don't know. all. Of uh, them. Yeah, I, I can't really make that actually that statement. Um, really? I'm going to I'm going to say. Uh, like a, a a wide majority of them love yeah uh, I, I, I gotta leave myself some some room to operate here on the fringes of our listening audience where i don't want to commit to anything without having the ability to do some research yeah yeah no i, I definitely don't want to just like, go around like loving people without checking them out first gotta have that, that gotta have that report from the detective yeah True love is doing your background checks. 
just you know taking a closer look i feel like here's the thing they're listening to us but it's not like we get to see a whole lot about them like i haven't even gone and looked at who all follows us on like facebook or, or twitter or anything who knows what kind what kind of monsters could be lurking in that that list of likes man now there's a chilling horror story for another time yes Nazis who follow you online. Why do they do it? What do they get? Why out did of you it? go? You went to Nazis. You well, went to Nazis because, because the the robot group that uh, that Stangy and and Yas and I are mods on uh, has a percentage of like random like it has very few posts and no engagement anywhere. Like nobody's talking, nobody's posting on there, nobody's commenting on anything. People are occasionally liking a little bit. But like, if you look sometimes at the like uh, the list of new people, there are some people with like pictures of Rommel as their avatar pictures, and you're like, well, that's interesting. And they're all Filipino. It's like mm. there's apparently a small group of the fans of this robot page that are Filipino Nazis, and that's why I can't commit to 100 percent of the Double Deuce listening audience. Not in- not until I get a look at your avatar pictures. You gotta look out, kids. You gotta look out. Watch out for cars when you cross the street to get candy. Look out for secret Nazis in your likes. And and look out for a third thing. Nazis. That I don't know what the third thing is yet, but you're gonna in like three weeks, it's gonna be in the news, and then you'll be like, Oh, I should look out for that too. Nelson warned us. Just keep keep your head on a swivel. On a swivel. Any anytime you feel like calm or at ease. Just take a look over your shoulder just in case, kids. Sure, is it really living? But you'll be alive. <laughs> Double deuce. See, we ended happy. Yeah, that was good. That was really happy. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah we got all kinds of stuff on there we got me talking about things i'm seeing we got extra minis that like the minis you find in the decaduces we got will singing or if you want to pay for him not to sing there is a way to pay for no singing the world's your oyster all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff so much stuff that's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod yeah yeah Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.